produced the ring as if it was evidence. In a way, it was. The diamonds that encrusted the platinum band must have been worth several thousand dollars. Its return meant that Ginny was serious about Martell. What did the man say? Peter didn't seem to hear me. He was absorbed in the ring. He turned it slowly so that the diamonds caught and refracted the light from the sky. He winced as if their cold fire had burned his fingers. What did the detective say about Martell? He didn't actually say anything outright. He asked me what I was doing there sitting in my car, and I told him I was waiting for Martell. He wanted to know where Martell came from, how long he'd been in Monte Vista, where he got his money. Martell has money? He seems to have. He certainly flings it around. But as I told the man, I don't know where it came from or where he came from. Then he tried to ask me some questions about Ginny. He must have seen her with Martell. I refused to discuss her, and he let me go. Was he a local detective? I don't know. He showed me some kind of a badge, but I couldn't see it in the dark. He got in the car beside me all of a sudden and started talking. He was a very fast talker. Describe him, young or old. In between, around thirty-five or so. He had on some kind of a tweed jacket, and a light gray hat pulled down over his eyes. He was about my size, I think. I'm five foot ten, but not so heavy. I really can't describe his face, but I didn't like the sound of him. I thought at first he was some kind of crook trying to hold me up. Did he have a gun? If he had, I didn't see it. When he finished asking me questions, he told me to be on my way. That was when I decided to buy a detective of my own. There was a touch of arrogance in the phrase, reminding me that he was in the habit of buying things and people. But the boy was a little different from some other rich people I'd known. He heard himself and apologized. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that the way it sounded. It's all right, as long as you realize that all you can do is rent me. What kind of a girl is Ginny? The question silenced him for a minute. The ring was still on the table, and his brown eyes focused on it until they crossed. I could hear the clatter of pans and conversation from the snack bar, interspersed with the sweeter notes of the finches. She's a beautiful girl, he said with a dreamy cross-eyed expression and really quite innocent, undeveloped for her age in spite of her brains. She can't possibly realize what she's getting into. I tried to show her the pitfalls, marrying a man with no real information about his background, but she wouldn't listen. She said she intended to marry him no matter what I said. Did she say why? He reminds her of her father. That was one thing. Is Martel an older man? I don't know how old he is. He must be thirty at least, maybe older than that. Is money one of the attractions? It can't be. She could have married me. In fact, we were due to be married next month. And I'm not poor. He added, with the caution of old money, We're not the Rockefellers, but we're not poor. Good. I charge a hundred dollars a day in expenses. Isn't that quite a lot? I don't think so. Actually, it's just enough to get by on. I don't work all the time, and I have to maintain an office. I see. I'll take three hundred dollars advance from you. I knew from experience that very rich people were the hardest to collect from after the event. He shied at the amount, but he didn't object. I'll write you a check, he said, reaching into his inside breast pocket. First, tell me just what you expect in return for your money. I want you to find out who Martel is and where he came from and where his money came from, and why he came here to Monta Vista in the first place. 
Once I know something about him, I'm sure I can make Jenny see reason. And marry you? And not marry him. That's all I hope to accomplish. I don't suppose she'll ever marry me. But he carefully put the engagement ring away in the watch pocket of his trousers. Then he wrote me a check for three hundred dollars drawn on the Pacific Point National Bank. I got out my little black book. What's Jenny's full name? Virginia Fablon. She lives with her mother, Marietta, Mrs. Roy Fablon. Their house is next door to ours on Laurel Drive. He gave me both addresses. Would Mrs. Fablon be willing to talk to me? I don't know why not. She's Jenny's mother. She's interested in her welfare. How does Mrs. Fablon feel about Martell? I haven't discussed him with her. I think she's taken in like everyone else. What about Jenny's father? He isn't around anymore. What does that mean, Peter?